And we are live on another Tuesday night, all in on high school sports. Jennifer Valenti, Kurt Valenti, how are you tonight? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Um, well, let's just say on my professional sports level, it is now football season. <laughs> um, so we'll get into that tomorrow. But uh, hopefully, um, you know, hopefully we have a great show tonight. Absolutely. We got... A full full agenda. What do we got going on tonight? We're going to uh, touch base with three uh, spring sports that had um, have and are having phenomenal seasons. We'll be joined first by Caldwell softball coach Mike Teshkoyan. Then we'll be joined by the Kearney boys volleyball coach Bill Mullins. And last, we'll round out our agenda with Coach Lindsay Lofferman of Pequannock Girls Lacrosse. We'll also be joined by her three senior captains. Awesome. Uh, coach Breslin, good evening, Jenny and Kurt. Looking forward to another great show and he's gonna have to rub it in with let's go nets he's lucky we like coach Breslin. we like him um so let's get going absolutely should we bring our first absolutely in? yes let's get okay. we have a packed show tonight we're ready to roll and uh, let's talk some high school sports tonight allow me to admit coach Tescoin. i'm gonna double check the pronunciation of his name as he absolutely i don't want to we will also be doing we'll also be making some picks tonight uh oh, jenny hoops we yep. got some big games coming back, up back to the picks back to the picks tonight <laughs> so we'll be working on that we got a good a good segment hi coach how you doing good how are you guys good can you hear me okay yes i can awesome and i just want again i know i checked the pronunciation of your name but Tescoin. Teshkoyan. Am I saying it correctly? Yeah, you did it great. Oh, awesome. Well, welcome and allow me to introduce you to our audience. Uh, Coach joins us uh, completing his 35th season at the helm of Caldwell High School girls softball. This spring, he earned his 700th career victory with the program. He was also the head soccer coach where he achieved over 350 wins as a varsity coach, bringing his Caldwell High School coaching victory total to over 1,000 wins. That's quite an accomplishment, Coach. Congratulations, and once again, welcome. Thank you very much. It's glad to be here. Coach, again, I will echo what Jen said. Um, congratulations on your success. Uh, again, 1,000 wins in combined sports and 700 in softball, and uh, we're honored to have you on tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so real quick, if you could just start, I guess the first question, if you want to just go over, talk about your program a little bit, and um, the softball program at Caldwell as a whole and why it's been so successful? Well, um, we like to think of us as like a homemade type of uh, team, like a homemade cookie or homemade cake that's full of warts and things like that. Not a cookie cutter uh, program. So we do a lot of things different. I think that leads to our success. We do a lot of bonding activities. Uh, we do a lot of power circles where the girls uh, talk about how much they mean to each other and uh, things like that. So we don't do things as normal as maybe uh, as the average team does. Nice. And coach, let's, if you don't mind, we like to, um, you know, the premise of our show is again, trying to highlight as many programs and players. And of course you've had a great 35 seasons with multiple county championships and, and group two championships. But if we want to talk about this season specifically, would you highlight some of the players that contributed to your 17 and six season? Yes, our double play combination of Michaela Rodriguez and uh, Caitlin Citrullo. Uh, are two of the best I've ever had at that position. Uh, they were really uh, right in the middle of every rally, batting second and third. Uh, they turned several double plays. They're very professional, all-year-round players. 
uh, they were the catalyst uh, and uh, for our team. And then our two senior starters, Karina Whiting and uh, Nina Andrews, they provided leadership. They've been with us the longest. And so they have a link to the traditions and uh, they know me the best. So they provided great leadership and had great years themselves. So those four at the beginning of the lineup really set the tone for a rather young team. We had inexperienced pitching. We had two freshman pitchers and a junior who hadn't pitched before. So going in, we thought it would be a rebuilding uh, season, but we were pleasantly surprised with our results. That's great. Awesome. Um, coach, you know, uh, I coached a little bit of softball, and it seemed like the game has changed. A lot of high school games, a lot of high school sports have changed. Um, in your opinion, over your years, you know, it, a lot of times it was always the low scoring. You would always see low scoring games. But even now, you know, following a couple, it seems like the scoring's up a little bit. And we had, um, I forgot who it was, but we had a coach on a couple weeks ago, and they were saying they, they thought it was a little more high scoring uh, games. Besides that, do you agree, I guess, with that it's a little more high scoring now? And have you seen the game changed since you started? And do you see it even changing now going forward in the next couple of years? Yes, most definitely. I think that uh, the emphasis on offense uh, in the beginning of my career, pitching was dominant and uh, the batters were way, way behind. Uh, but it seems like the batters have gotten bigger, stronger uh, and able to handle the faster pitching. So I think the hitting has caught up with it. Uh, the emphasis on small ball in the beginning of my career was great. You play for a sacrifice fund almost every time you got a runner on first. You try to steal, you try to make things happen, hit and run. Now it seems like with the college game too, you're hitting home runs and you're waiting for the long ball. So you don't maybe uh, have as many risks of uh, sacrifice or steals anymore. So I think the game is going to keep evolving. And uh, as the athletes get better and better, I think you'll see the, the pitchers catch up. It's kind of funny because we talk on a pro level and it was always about the last couple of years where, you know, MLB was all about the home run and the, and the runs. And now it's back to like the pitchers dominating back on a, on a major league level. And now, like you're saying, even on the college level, on the softball, it's kind of like flipping. So it's, it's funny how it like, you know, it goes like in little cycles, you know? Yeah, I think uh, who knows what's going to, bring in the future, but uh, the game is being played right now at the highest level. And just watching the College World Series is evident of that. These girls and uh, women can play the game just as well as any other uh, sport out there. And it's exciting to watch. And ESPN has converted a lot of fans. And I know it's influenced our team a lot too, because uh, they have role models, they follow the girls, and uh, it's just a great thing for them to see. You make such a great point, Coach, because, you know, you know, I was a high school athlete. I don't want to date myself in the 90s, but like, you know, I didn't have the sports to watch like on television as mainstream as it is now. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just so great. And the other comment you made, and I see this, I feel like across the board as well, coaching multiple sports and having played like the level that they compete at now in high school has just the bar has just been raised, you know, it's a, and it's a credit to, you know, coaching and year round, starting sooner, getting taught the right skills. It's just, it's so interesting to see the evolution yeah. of things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're starting early uh, in our town with uh, youth league teams. We just started eight uh, U, 10 U, uh, 12 U. We never used to have that. So the girls are coming to us more prepared, more yeah. experienced. Uh, and you really, to play at an elite level, you need to play more than just the high school season. And that's the challenge of, uh, of coaching high school is that not everyone's going to be a year-round player. Not everyone's going to be a club player. Mm -hmm. uh, 
trying to blend those players with uh, kids who just want to play high school ball and be with their friends. Right. So we've always accepted the two type of athletes and uh, we try to mesh them in. And I think the higher elite girls, like I talked about, try to uh, influence younger girls as much as they can. And uh, as long as they work hard and bond together, I think it's a winning recipe. That's great. Awesome. Real I'm sorry, Jen, real quick. Uh, Coach Breslin is, is saying congratulations. That is awesome on your 700th win. Saying sounds like he works to create a positive culture and chemistry. Great job. So thank you for the comment, Coach Breslin. So, Coach, you are a former Caldwell High School athlete yourself and obviously a longtime uh, coach in the district that you grew up in. So what does it mean to you to be able to coach in the, you know, the town in which you have such a connection to? Yeah, well, definitely my roots are here. I went to uh, school here. I played soccer here uh, for a great coach, uh, John Coulter and Charlie Honecker. Uh, they were my mentors. Um, never quite made the baseball team, but I kept trying. But um, I think it gave me more perspective uh, being a coach, uh, knowing that uh, you're not, you cannot always fulfill your goals and dreams. Uh, my family's here. My sisters are uh, graduates of Caldwell. My brother, who coached with me, uh, for most of the 35 years who just passed away. He was a big uh, influence on me and the program. And uh, we treat the girls like family. They treat each other like family. We have great parental support, and that is needed today. I think that's the biggest thing that's changed over the years is that uh, parental support has seemed to diminish a little bit, but not in Caldwell. We have great parents, and uh, I'm very proud of them and the girls. I think I went to a high school with one of your, uh, you mentioned uh, a coach Honecker. Did he have a daughter who played field hockey at West Essex? Yes, exactly. Yep, yeah. yep. She was uh, two years behind me, but yes, yes. I played with her at West Essex. <laughs> small, small world, world yeah. in the Caldwells. Yep. <laughs> uh, coach Dislano's checking in saying uh, underneath programs are key. Like oh, we yeah, always said absolutely. with other programs. Yep, those feeders. Uh, coach, I know you mentioned, you, uh, you answered Jen's question about uh, what it meant, you know, what it means to, be doing this in Caldwell. So um, if you could just mention a little bit about the community uh, support, whether it's, you know, the parents, the administration, the other teachers in the school, the other students, um, you know, if you want to just mention that, talk about that a little bit. We have a real family, uh, you know, um, administration, Dan Romano, our athletic director is a Caldwell graduate. Uh, Jeff Edwards, a coach, longtime coach, is a Caldwell graduate. Um, we have a saying, once a chief, always a chief. And uh, Carl seems to do a good job of hiring their own. Um, I know when my brother passed away there, uh, right before he died, there was a community outpouring of cars. There was a car parade. It was a joyous kind of thing where 250 cars over an hour really supported him. Um, it's, just, it's just great to be a member of the family. Uh, the community has, uh, like I said, a strong bond. And they support all the sports programs, the athletics, the academics. And uh, it's a great place to live and work, and I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Very nice. That kind of leads into to my question a little bit, Coach, about, um, you know, you talk about uh, the connection with the, you know, the school and their academics. So, you know, if you had a freshman coming into your program or even someone in the, the feeder programs who knows they're going to be a future chief playing for you, what are your expectations for your student athletes, both on and off the field? Well, they have to be a good person and a good teammate first. That's the most important thing. I think uh, the softball skills, I think, is secondary in our program. We like them to be experienced players, obviously, but uh, being a good teammate, um, is paramount, I think, to our success. Uh, a lot of the older girls 
help coach the youth teams. They have sisters on the youth teams. Uh, we go to a lot of games ourselves as a coaching staff. Uh, my two assistant coaches, Amanda Best and Michaela Romero, uh, teach a lot of the girls lessons, pitching and hitting. So there is a great continuity. And uh, we, we foster, I think, uh, kind of a sense of um, togetherness, that we're all in it together. And we include the youth teams as much as we can in our program. And the girls seem to respond to that. That's so great. when they come to our program, you know, they have an idea of how we're, we're going to be. And they've adopted some of the same type of uh, things that we do. That's awesome. That's so nice to hear. So the, the, the bigger picture of high school sports, you know, that's awesome. Yeah. And also, I mean, I know you mentioned your brother and obviously our condolences. I know we did it when we were doing a little um, – you know, trying to find out some, you know, information with you in the program. It, it showed like how much, obviously, you know, he meant to you, he meant to the players and he meant to the community. So obviously our condolences. Thank you. He was a big part of the program. I think uh, being family together with each other uh, and being raised by strong parents, I think that fostered our belief that um, family should be the number one goal. And when the kids are feeling good about themselves, they usually play good and they're really fighting for each other. They're in the dugout cheering for each other and uh, we write notes to each other. Um, we award an arrow to uh, the player of the game and that's done by each kid who wins the arrow the previous game. Oh, nice. So uh, yeah, that's, that's a really uh, good thing. And that's not necessarily the hitting star of the game. It's someone who does the little things be behind the scenes. We have a series of 14 recognition awards like uh, Tough as Nails, uh, the Glue Award, uh, the Tigger Award, the one that's most uh, lively. Uh, we have um, an award that um, honors people who cheer for uh, people's successes as if they were their own. You know, I got a lot from Alabama. Alabama is kind of like my mentor school in Arizona, and I've spent a lot of time at coaching conventions trying to uh, talk to coaches and We've set up our program again, you know, with uh, with that in mind. So uh, I think that's really the key to our program. That's is that awesome. a little different? Like I said, you know, I when I used to coach, we used to, you know, every season I feel like I had a player who would say, like, I see you guys more than I see my family, you know, and like <laughs> you're when you're in the midst of your season, but and that's why you want to create that family feel yeah. for them there because it is, it's like a, an extension of your family almost, but it's its own, and it sounds like you created that coach. That's that's fantastic. That's so nice to hear. We um real quick, uh, yep. Jen, uh, coach, I, I know we don't want to go back into 2020 because we don't like talking about 2020, but. How hard was it, um, I guess two-part question. The first part was how hard was it for you to tell those girls, like, that's it, you know, like there's going to be no more, there's no season, you know, and for if you did have any seniors in 2020, how hard was that? Yeah, it was extremely difficult. We had hope, I mean, before we knew what was really going on with COVID, we thought we'd only miss two weeks, but that soon went by the boards. And we had three seniors who were ready really to compete and to lead uh, it's special being a leader for uh, Bubble High School softball, and uh, it was pretty devastating. But carrying over into this year, uh, it made us appreciate being yeah. with each other and playing the game and competing even more. And you uh, you can't take anything for granted in this life. And uh, that, together with my brother passing, I think really was the impetus for just being grateful, being with it, with your friends every day, competing, winning the conference championship. Uh, and uh, having a year in which we exceeded expectations. We would have liked to have gone a little further, but uh, all in all, 
you know, I think uh, the team really uh, set the bar set the bar high and, and met it. Awesome. And one more, and one more thing. I'm sorry. We always go off. We always go off script, <laughs> but um, do you foresee for like the club in the summer leagues and stuff like that? I mean, I, I know a lot of things in Jersey obviously are, are trying to get back to normal and stuff. Do you foresee like a regular summer and club season in the, uh, in the summer? Yeah, I was actually surprised that a lot of the youth league teams even played last summer after missing the, uh, the uh, regular season high school um, campaign, but uh, yeah, I do. I think uh, we're towards the tail end. I think the country is doing a pretty good job of uh, getting people vaccinated, and you know the restrictions are becoming less and less. And uh, yeah, I, I, I foresee a full summer slate of uh, club ball. Definitely, oh, very nice, Coach. We have a little segment we like to do before we wrap up. We call it Rapid Fire. So these are some more like just kind of quick questions for you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um... By the way, Coach Bresson's given us updates. 2 nothing, Florida State. There was a home run, so Florida State's winning 2-0. This is awesome on our show. We always have our our uh, our commentators uh, give us updates on the pro sports and college sports. Uh, so my first one, uh, Coach, biggest rival? Oh, yeah, biggest rival. That's a good one. Um, uh, West Essex definitely is our biggest rival. We haven't played them in a year or so, but uh, I won my 500th game uh, with a two to one victory over West Essex, um, for the state championship. And, uh, oh, wow. we, stole, we stole third base in hopes that they would throw it away because we weren't going to get hit up their really great pitcher. And in fact, she stole third base. They overthrew third and she came home and I have a picture in my office of, uh, the girl crossing home plate and all the girls just jumping up and down. Oh, that's awesome. and it's just, I look at it and I show my team that every year. Like, this is what we play for. The oh, emotion on each other's faces. Cool. So, uh, we have a healthy rivalry, though. I, I'm good friends with uh, Andrea. And, we had her on. The yeah, show. we had her on. Yep. <laughs> the, um, and I actually, I actually coached. I actually coached with her dad at Emerson. Yeah, he was coach, a great. Yeah, and great coach too. Yep. Coach, who was who was the pitcher on that West Essex team? I have somebody in my head. I'm wondering if. It's uh, I'm drawing. Uh, it was a sister combination. I'm drawing a blank right now. Tataros? Was it the Tataros? Angie or Thon? Yeah, yeah, they were okay. like three, three girls who were just really. Oh uh, I was, I was outstanding. just wasn't sure if it was them or not. I, I might be. A I'm so glad their family didn't have any more girls. After that. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Um, all right, Coach. This might be. Uh, I don't know if this is going to be the same answer, but my question was your your most memorable win. I know you've had a lot of them. That's a that's a tough question. <laughs> Uh, definitely the 2005 team. That was our dream team. We call it. We were 32 and one. Uh, we went down to Tom's River and uh, we were losing two nothing in the sixth inning. And uh, I never saw a team more determined and so ticked off that we were losing. We quickly scored two runs to tie the game. And in the bottom of the seventh, Gina Capardi, who's a legend, hit a walk off homer. And I fell to the ground in relief. It was just a pressure filled season to uh, to be that you know, that kind of record. We swept all conference, county, sectional, and group. Awesome. So wow. Awesome. There are a lot of fans there, and uh, every time I see Gina, you know, like we just laugh about the great time <laughs> that we had at that game. That's great. Okay, but before I get to his next, Carson's checking in oh, from nice. Ticket Time. Thank you, Carson. Coach, <laughs> in the Caldwell area, I we always ask this of, uh, we ask pretty, we'll ask like one of these, but we're going to ask you a double combination. Give me the best pizza place and the best place to get a sandwich in the Caldwell area. Well, I'd have to say Tony D's and Angeloni's are my two favorite places to get pizza. 
And they were reviewed by uh, Barstool Sports. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Angeloni's so like took leap. If that's a good thing or bad thing. <laughs> good for business, probably. Yeah. And uh, actually, my brother and I love to go to uh, Rosillo's for uh, uh, veal parmesan sandwiches. And Mara's and Roseland does a really good job with Italian food. So I would say those two places. Okay. Nice. Very nice. Coach, are you a coffee drinker? Yes. Okay. Yes, do, I am. Do you drink Dunkin'? Uh, I do have Dunkin', yes. Okay. I, so I do, my, uh, my question as a uh, former Caldwell resident myself is, I refer to them, I think, you know, a lot of the kids do as well, like your upper Dunkin' up by like Forte's and then your lower Dunkin' down yes. by, yeah. Uh, so which is your preference, upper Dunkin' or lower Dunkin'? Oh, lower Dunkin'. <laughs> I think my team would agree with that too. I get a whole lot of gift cards for my students in sixth grade, and I just like uh, started passing them out of practice one day, and we all went to lower Duncan. Oh, That's it. <laughs> and my last one for you is: Who's your favorite baseball team? Uh, right now, it's the Mets. Uh, growing up in my formative years, uh, the Miracle Mets of '69 were like my favorite team: Tom Seaver and Tommy Agee, Cleon Jones. Uh, my dad is a huge Met fan, and. Uh, so we root for them together, and I'd say the Mets right now. And, and and second part of that one is Jacob Degrom. I mean, his it, it's just ridiculous. I think it's what zero point sixty two ERA now. Is it just is he one of the best pitchers you've ever? Or, or I don't know. I don't want to say one of the best pitchers or this season. Is this one of the best seasons you've seen as as a pitcher? I mean, it's just crazy yeah. what he's doing. It's incredible. I hope he has a daughter and he moves to Caldwell because. Uh, he's, <laughs> That would be pretty sweet. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Coach, and my last rapid fire for you is one word to describe your coaching style. Uh, Just family, I think. You know, doing everything family-wise. Trying to get the girls to buy into the philosophy that they're all in it together and uh, to treat each other like sisters. If they do that, the success just takes care of itself. Love it. Love it. Great. Coach, thank you so much for joining us. It was an absolute pleasure to have you on. Uh, Congrats on not only your success this season, but of course in uh, all your seasons prior as well. It's my pleasure and honor to be on. And you guys do a great job. And I'm looking forward to following you guys in the future. Awesome. And we're looking forward to having you on again. Absolutely. We'll catch up soon for sure. (laughs) Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Have a good night. Take care. Okay. All right, very nice. That was awesome. Yep. Um, yep. You know, you, you look at the, you know, accomplishments of the 1,000 with the two sports, but the 700, it's just it's remarkable, you know. And, and yep. just like you're saying where it's family, and I, it's awesome how he said, you know, it's the better person first, then the talented player. Yeah, yeah. I love just some of the things that he's, he's impl- you know, so important. Again, we always talk about the bigger picture than the wins and the losses. And um, those kids will take so much more away from the, you'll, they'll have the success of the program, of course, but right. there's so many other, um, you know, valuable lessons that they And how he said, too, like where, you know, his players are involved in the junior program. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's when, when you always talk about, you know, players and I don't know it's it's kind of I mean I guess you see it with the guys too but you see I don't know maybe more with the the girl players where they just become such role models and yeah, it's like you know yeah. like they start working you know you have this junior and senior working with somebody sixth and seventh grade now it's like they want to be that person you know like they want to fill those shoes when they get to that it's high school true, true. And, the, and just the um 
giving back to the program in that way as yeah. well. There's just there's so much so many great things about that. Like you said, it provides a role model for the younger girls. I remember being I felt like one of the things when I was in you know, we had a middle school field hockey team and we practiced at the same time as the high school, which in the 80s and 90s, I feel like it was unheard of in field yep. hockey. And we practiced every day. We had, you know, a full schedule. And I think it just added to, you know, what made that program so successful. But I remember as a seventh grader looking up to those seniors, they won state championship. Yeah. You know, I saw how hard they worked every day. You know, it was, uh, it made an impression on me as a seventh grader. I, I can say that with certainty. Coach Breslin yeah. saying not uh, great job by coach and then coach Breslin's also saying not many coaches now will have that success. They don't stay around as much due to out, outside pressures. He should be commended for giving back to his community. Great role model. Yeah, 100%, Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Uh, we actually have our next guest ready to come in. Do we want to bring him in? Or yeah, what we're we going to do, do is a- I'm going to go real quick to, uh, I'm going to give uh, one of our sponsors, Jim guys, uh, okay. Leroy Huggins. Uh, we'll do a little, um, advertisement while we're bringing in Coach Perfect. Mullins. So when we come back, we will have Coach Mullins with us. Just got done uh, doing flat bench, six reps of 185 pounds. First time in my life I've ever done it. I had to get to spot some spotting for my wife, but uh, it's all good. I want to say thank you to Jim guys specifically to Leroy Huggins, to uh, Ryan, to Giovanna, uh, for helping me out over the last three months. Get to this point, um, if you're considering personal trainers, gym guys is the way to go. Um, They are awesome. We are back live with our next guest. Go ahead, Jen. You can introduce him. I would like to introduce to our audience Coach Bill Mullins. He is the Kearney High School boys volleyball coach. He is coaching a team that is currently 18-2. and two. They uh, were Hudson County Tournament finalists this year. Tomorrow they will host St. Peter's in the NJSIA North 2 Finals. They split with St. Peter's earlier this season, won their regular season matchup, and that was the opponent they fell to in the county finals. So it'll be a nice uh, grudge match coming in. And he also is the Kearney Boys basketball coach. So, Coach, welcome, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you, Coach, one of my coworkers. And, Coach, <laughs> Coach, we try not to be, like, show favoritism on the show, but I wore my carny red. That's all I'm going to say. We wore my carny red. I wore my carny red tonight. That's a big day tomorrow. Thank you, Kurt. That's it. But, uh, Coach, like Jen said, awesome season, 18-2, sectional final tomorrow. Real quick, can you just give us a quick recap of the season so far? All right. Well, uh, like you said, we, we're having a very good season. Uh, we won the league this year. We went undefeated in the regular season. Uh, uh, and then we made it to the Hudson County uh, final. We lost in three sets to uh, St. Peter's. And uh, now, now we've made it to the, uh, the championship game of the state tournament. Uh, in 2014, we had a similar team uh, as far as making tournaments, we had lost in the final of the Hudson County and we had made it to the semifinals. 
And then we lost again. And by the way, both of those games were against St. Peter's. And our loss this year in the county tournament was St. Peter's. So we really got to knock these guys off. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> so, Coach, would you, you know, we like to try to give as much recognition to players and programs as possible. Would you even highlight some of your players this year that have had, like, um, you know, a leadership role or been instrumental in your team's success this season? All right, we have uh, 16 kids on the team. We have nine seniors. And, you know, when you start talking about kids, it's hard to mention them all, but they all are equally important to the team. But there is a few that have stood out. Um, Santiago Lopez, who's our outside hitter, he has been uh, a starter since his freshman year. Uh, That's very unusual to have a kid as a freshman playing all four years, but he, he was able to do it. Uh, another guy, uh, the other outside is Marcelo Garcia, who's doing a terrific job also, getting a lot of kills. And uh, in the middle, and sometimes he plays opposite, we have Nate Aguilar, who has really worked to improve his game. He played with his on a varsity as a sophomore. Uh, another uh, middle that we have is William Mullins, my, uh, my son, who is a sophomore and last year we were not allowed to play volleyball because of the coronavirus. So all the sophomores all over the state, you know, really missed a year of playing volleyball, you know, it puts them behind. And and it's not like when kids come to Carney high school or any school, most of them have never played on a volleyball team or they never played like in a rec league for the sport. So it's kind of tough, but he's done a terrific job for us there uh, in the middle. Uh, I also have Francisco Penahera as my setter, okay, who's done a terrific job for us. And uh, he's been playing uh, all four years. Well, last year, obviously, nobody played. The other setter we have, we're using two setters, a 6'2", uh, Christian Poncio. He's a junior. He's doing a super job also. Uh, in the libero position, that's a defensive specialist. I've been using uh, Kevin Shalako. And he's been very uh, agile back there, and he's also got a terrific uh, jump serve. You're going to see him serve the ball. Uh, two other backups would be Rafael Sampioa Sr., Andre Juloa at the libero spot. I also have um, at the opposite, I've been using a couple of different players this year. Uh, Ethan Lugo, who is playing in the back row uh, tomorrow. Uh, Sebastian Glazuski who is a sophomore. Uh, I have another son who's a freshman, Mateo Smolens, who's the tallest kid on the team. And he plays both in the middle and in the opposite. Uh, we also have uh, Renzo Alama, who's a junior. I'm going to go through all the kids. I don't want to yeah, leave anybody absolutely, out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. That's what we please, want. Please do. Yes. Renzo Al- Alama, he's a junior and he plays uh, – uh, he can play opposite. He can play outside for his good all-around player. Sebastian Diaz, a senior, who will not be here tomorrow. He's going down to Puerto Rico. But he, he, he'll he be watching our game and supporting us. And uh, he, he's been he's a good all-around player for us. Matthew Vieira, the first year playing with us, has done a super job also at the outside. And uh, I don't think I left the oak. Oh, we have another uh, – Sophomore who moved up with the team this year, Cristo Cabrera, Cabrero, and he plays in the middle. And it's been some group of kids. And uh, I would also like I would uh, also like to mention my JV coach, uh, 
Jordan Savage. And I have to really tell you, a big part of our success has been my wife, my coach, Jacqueline Mullins, who's the freshman coach, but has been doing a super job working with me with the varsity. She really has been motivational and has brought a lot of knowledge to our team, and we couldn't do it without her. That's awesome. So I would say there's some dinners with you, your wife, and your two kids. You probably talk a little carny volleyball <laughs> on dinner table, probably. Yeah, sometimes, it's, just, right? it's, almost, it's, it's like every day. That's all. That's all that goes on. It's, uh, <laughs> and it's been such a. It's volleyball is such an intense season, you know, and uh, where it's just been a lot of fun and it, but a lot of work, you know. But uh, the kids have worked hard. I think one of the things that separates, one of the things that made these kids successful is their attitude. They've had a. a a very respectful attitude, which is very, very important. Oh, I think there. we lost yeah. Coach. We'll get Coach right back. Yeah. Let's see if we can get him. We'll get him back. And again, so I just. If you might oh, there's Coach. Game. Oh, we lost you there for a second, Coach. Can you hear us okay? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. okay. Oh, did we lose him again? I think it's a in and out. I'm not sure. Are we losing coach? Us. Okay, yeah, it's frozen again. While we're trying to get coach back, it's, you know, where, you know, we joke around about it, but like he's saying, like his wife's being so supportive. I can hear you now. Starting to okay. Can you, you, you're a good coach? Oh, we lost your, your sound now. Hmm. Maybe Coach wants there. to rejoin. I hear him now. Yeah. Oh. We're having a little connection issue there, Coach Mullins. Can you hear us again? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. go ahead. We were saying about the, uh, the intensity of volleyball season in your household. Uh, what dinner must be like. <laughs> Yes, yes. Uh, I don't know. But I can repeat a little bit, I guess. Um, just talking, I, I really like the attitude of the team. And I think that's what wins championships more than individual talent. You know, you can have talent. doesn't mean you're going to win championships. You'll win games. But if you want to win championships, there's got to be teamwork and sharing going on, helping each other. And we've had that this year. Awesome. That's great. You know, it kind of piggybacking about, you know, doing a little research about your team, I read, um, you know, like two kind of interesting things. And one was about kind of your team's work ethic and how even after practice, they're always still playing and that, you know, even and their chemistry. So is, you know, would you say that's a contributing factor this season as well? Yeah. Yes. These kids really love playing volleyball. The only ones that play other sports is my two sons on other teams in a high school. They all just play volleyball. And, you know, we're fortunate in town. We have West Hudson Park, now Gunnelovo. They've opened up volleyball courts. And, uh, you know, sometimes the kids will go down after we practice. They'll go down. And they really love playing. And that's how you get, you know, good, you know, playing volleyball. And uh, so that's important. And the other thing you had mentioned there, the second thing, uh, could you remind me? I forgot what you were saying. The chemistry amongst your players. Yes, yes. I, you know, my, my philosophy is I've coached a lot of sports, a lot of teams. Coach puts you in a position. You got to play that position. Don't tell me you can't do it. You got to go out and get the job done. You, you got a position. You're a volleyball player. You should be able to hit. You should be able to block. You should be able to pass. Don't say you can only do one thing. You know, and 
because you have to, especially in high school, you know, somebody can get injured or you yeah. sometimes you got to switch the lineup, you know, so you got to be versatile. You can't say, I can't do it because otherwise you'll finish up on the bench. 100%. <laughs> coach, so obviously you're, like we mentioned before, you were, you're a two-sport head coach at Kearney, and I just want to um, let everybody know you guys were hot at the end of that basketball season, eight in a row, I believe it was, right? So you guys won your last eight. But my question is, what is so special about coaching at Kearney? Well, you know, the, the, the basketball team in that situation, well, you know, it, it's not easy. You know, uh, we're in Hudson County leagues and sports, and it's tough. You know, basketball, it's really tough. Uh, tough for us, you know, volleyball also. Look at, we're playing a Hudson County opponent tomorrow, St. Peter's. And the team that we beat, Eastside, they had beaten Bayonne, another top team in Hudson County. You throw in Harrison also. And, and there's a lot of other teams. You know, Union City, I don't want to leave out any names going right through the list, but there's a lot of tough teams. And as far as the basketball team was concerned, uh, we started off 0-8, but I was telling the kids, and I told anybody who asked me, we are practicing like we're 8-0. Uh, and we had great practices. I said, it's a shame nobody sees us playing here because we're doing tremendous. So I think it is faith. You just have to believe in what you're doing as a coach. And then the kids have got to buy into it. Otherwise, you go the other way. We would have finished up, you know, you could finish up on 15. But we worked at it, and we had some great wins. And we're hot right now. We had seven We finished winning seven in a row. We won our last seven games. And the last game was in overtime. So it was a great season. And it's kind of like this season. I mean, if you came to the gym yesterday, or uh, yes, you were, you were not the excitement in the stands with the crowd because, remember, the gym has been closed. Nobody's yeah. been able to watch games. And I think it's terrific right now because part of high school experience is going to the games with yeah. the full gym, people cheering, yeah. you know. And these kids have missed out on that. Last year, you know, we didn't have the volleyball. And this year we couldn't have fans at the games except for the parents. And it was really good for the school. We had a big crowd, and I'm expecting a big crowd tomorrow. And I think the kids had a lot of fun. That's and awesome. so that's what it's all about. That's great. You know, it's funny. We uh, Through the winter, we had a couple of uh, basketball coaches on, of course. And at that point, there were no fans allowed. And just, the you know, you bring it up, the change of uh, coaching in that atmosphere. Like, I didn't think of it from that perspective, like, during a timeout, like the other coach can hear what you're saying. Yeah. You know, there were so many like oddities that you wouldn't even think of. <laughs> oh, I think we lost the sound again. Nope, he's back. Okay. I haven't been able to hear you for the last like 30 seconds. Oh, okay. I was saying the uh, the change in basketball this season, like where you couldn't have any fans to start the season and how it was quiet and coaching. We had some basketball coaches on this winter saying like in a timeout, you had to be careful because the other coach could hear what you were telling your team. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. You got to whisper like they're doing a pros, you know. But, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, win or lose, the atmosphere makes the game. Yes. You know, and I'll tell you, I've never been to a volleyball match, but these games are exciting. I mean, they are really, really exciting. My brother says he hadn't watched volleyball games before. He said, this volleyball is the best one-hour excitement in high school sports. Awesome. And I think he might be right on that because it lasts about an hour, and it's, it gets crazy. <laughs> 
That's great. Coach, you seem to be establishing Kearney as a Hudson County volleyball force over the past few seasons. You mentioned, you know, the, the usual threat, St. Peter's and Bayonne. You know, what has contributed, you think, to the rise in the level of play? Well, you know, we're putting demands on them. You know, we're not just saying going out there and just playing. Anybody can play. We want to win. We want to do well. Also about competing. Also about discipline, coming to practice, your attitude. You know, not accepting just, all right, making mistakes. I, I understand people make mistakes. But, you know, we're trying to keep, we're encouraging the kids. And I think we have a real competitive spirit. I think the coaches and the players are very, very competitive. You know, so, you know, we're not going to make it easy for people. Great. Awesome. Uh, my last one for you, Coach, is, again, we mentioned that you did basketball. What's the difference, like, you know, when you think of, a volleyball coach and you're saying obviously it's it's competitive is just as any other sport but basketball you know you, you you watch some college and pros and you see like on the sidelines some coaches going nuts you know like you know you have your Shashevsky, you have your Tom I mean listen we're Nick fans you see Tom Thibodeau I mean he's riding these refs going nuts with the players what's the difference with the volleyball like can you get like that on the sideline or for you is it more of I got to get my temper a little bit down. Or are you still like no. you coach basketball like you do volleyball? Yes, I do. I believe I do. You know, I, I, I bring my passion to it. You have to have passion. And uh, I think volleyball, I was just saying that later, I, I think volleyball is very similar to basketball. It's a fast. Oh, we lost the sound yep. again. Yeah. Hopefully, Coach comes back. Yeah. I'm not sure if he can hear us to know that uh, we lost. Or uh, football, you can run the ball. Right. And the one thing, when I got when I got the job, Kurt and Jennifer, you know what I said to the guys? Okay, basketball is a physical sport. I said, I want you guys to play volleyball with contact. That's what I said. I want to make this a contact sport, volleyball. And I don't mean that literally. You can't go out and hit the guy on the other side of the net. <laughs> but I want aggressiveness. I want passion. I want 100%. I want diving. I don't want backing up against anybody. And I feel like Coach said the same way. And that's me, you know. And I think the kids respond to it. They like to go out and play hard and compete. Awesome. Nice. Very nice. Coach, who have been some coaches that have influenced you as a coach? Well, my father. My father made the Carney High School of Fame as a fan. He, he came from Scotland, didn't have a chance to play in high school, any sports or anything like that. When he came to Carney, he became Carney's number one fan. He took me everywhere when I was a kid about sports, you know, and he went to all my games. He would love watching these games right now, especially with my two sons, with his grandsons. Oh, nice. yeah. uh, also, you know, in my high school coaches, uh, had a big a guy by the name of Paul Furlong in basketball, had a huge influence in me. Uh, Mr. Borges, football, my college coach, Freddie Hill, uh, and, uh, you know, and also my wife. I've been very fortunate that she is from Brazil, and she's familiar with uh, volleyball, and she has really, really been a big help to me. Awesome. Very nice. Awesome. Our last little segment, Coach, we like to do is called Rapid Fire for some uh, quick-paced questions. Some fun questions. We try to make them fun. So when we when we when we get a carny guy on, we got to ask this question. Um, best sandwich in carny. I'm going to give you four options. 
oh, Stashes, Capaludis. My, I mean, listen, I'm a big Jersey Mike now is in Carney or other. What do you got? Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. I tell you, Nino's makes a pretty good sandwich right now. I've been going up there right around from Carney High School. Okay. That one, I, used to always, I used to go to Stashes all the time, too, as a kid. Like a lot of people in Carney, I still love their sandwiches. So I'll go with them. Okay. All right. I, I hope this scenario does not happen tomorrow, Coach. But ready? Tomorrow morning, you walk into school. Your laptop has a virus. Your printer is down. Who are you calling to fix it? My son. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a setup question for the computer. Oh, tech line. call that Carney <laughs> computer tech line. Oh, man, I, I I can get lost so fast with this stuff. Believe me when I tell you. Well, now you definitely have a number two. Coach, here's going to be the most important question. Be very careful with this answer, Coach, okay? Who is your favorite NBA basketball team? Don't say them, Coach. Don't say the poison word in this house. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? I don't follow the NBA as much anymore. I'll just tell you what my team was when I was a kid growing up. And Carney, it had to be the New York Knickerbockers. Okay, that's go. it, Coach. Because if you were going to say Nets, forget about helping you with computers. If it was the Nets. <laughs> All right, so yes, let's follow yes. up with your favorite college basketball team. Oh, boy. You know, I told you, mentioned before about my college coach, Paul Furlong, my high school coach. I played football in college, so I, but I played high school basketball. Paul Furlong, when he came – in 1972, when I first met him, he was coaching me as a junior at Carney High School, and he talked about this team, North Carolina, all the time. And I had no idea what he was talking about. I didn't know anything about the ACC conference. I didn't know anything about college basketball. I was a Nick fan, a pro fan. But he changed my whole opinion about basketball, and I became a big North Carolina fan. That was, a good that was like that in the was 80s and 90s. It was great times. Yeah. And nice. my last one, Coach. One word that describes a Carney athlete. Well, uh, I would like to say for us right now, you know, it's never easy. It's always a battle. Let's go, you know, no, perseverance. You've got to keep on chopping. You can't stop. That's what the key is. Don't let anybody stop you. You know, you, you just got to keep going and going and going and going till you get what you want. And my last question for you, Coach, athletic apparel, what is your preference, Nike, Under Armour, or Adidas? I don't have any favorites for the apparel, <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm not into all that stuff. I'm just uh, I'm like an old-fashioned guy. That's it. <laughs> nice, very nice. Coach, get this done tomorrow. Good luck. Absolutely. I'm wearing my Carney red. I'm going to wear Carney red to school tomorrow because we're in uh -oh. tomorrow. We have to be in tomorrow, so I will wear some kind of red for you tomorrow. Get it done. Hopefully, we can have you back on, maybe with the kids, celebrating a championship. Absolutely. Oh, that would be terrific. I hope that comes true. We're going to do our best to, to make it happen. Best and thank you very much for the opportunity to be here. Appreciate thank it. Thank you, Coach. It it's our, uh, our, uh, pl our pleasure. Yep. Good luck to you tomorrow. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Coach Mullins and the uh, Carney Volleyball team. Tomorrow, yep. hopefully, hey, beat Peters once, lost to Pete. Tomorrow's the, uh, you know, the tiebreaker, and it's for the yeah, uh, for all the exactly, marbles. So hopefully, exactly. Coach gets it done. Coach Breslin saying good luck tomorrow, and uh, absolutely excited for them. That's uh, you know, 
big opportunity for them tomorrow. Oh, so. Coach Breslin's got the, the jokes tonight. Kurt, I thought that red was for the Hawks red. <laughs> giving us an update, 7-0 Florida. Keep giving us updates with Florida State. Basketball's over until the draft and free agency, Coach. All right, well, we have our next guests ready to come. Should I admit them? Yes, absolutely. Okay, let's get them in as well. Joining us, I'll introduce them when they're here, of course. We have our Pequannock lacrosse joining us. Hi, guys. Hey. Can you hear me okay? Co Coach Lapperman, I knew you were going to be a pride thought, and perhaps with the weather, you might not, uh, you might have been canceled, but there you are out there in all sorts of elements. <laughs> oh, we're practicing. Very nice. Well, thank you for taking time away. Let me introduce everybody to uh, our guest. We are joined by Coach Lindsay Lofferman of Pequannock Lacrosse and her three senior captains, Charlotte Hardy, Alex Cherenson, and Samantha Mahoney. Thanks for joining us, girls. Uh, Coach Lafferman and her girls had uh, a 15-2 and season. They were undefeated conference champs in the Freedom West of the NJGILL. Uh, Coach earned her landmark 100th career victory this year. Um, and welcome to the show, guys. Thanks so much. Congratulations on your successful season and thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. No problem. All right, Coach, I'm going to get right into it. I have two questions for you. My first one is we're joined by your three senior captains. You know, we did our research, you know, but I want to give you a moment because I'm sure that they have meant a lot to you and to this program, not just this season, but for the past four years. So I wanted you, if you don't mind, to kind of discuss what they have meant to you, this team, and this program. Yeah, these three uh, and this whole team this season has been such a dream team. My three captains were so positive. They're awesome leaders. They're just fantastic kids all around. I've had the pleasure of just watching kind of grow up in the game. Um, Sam Mahoney, I mean, all three of them have played club for me at Jersey Thunder. So I really have been <laughs> with these girls for so long, and I just I love them. They are so much fun to watch. Sam is our uh, the leader on the defense. She's our backer. She's our voice. She is just um, a beast on the field. Awesome with the ground balls. Huge with her stick. Uh, love hang out, having her on the defensive end. And then Charlotte and Alex are midfield, midfield uh, players who are just ridiculous on the draw. These girls eat up ground balls like nobody's business. Um, they are just, they are so much fun to watch. And it has just been really great to see all the success that, you know, they've helped this team to accomplish this season. Um, they've had a lot of individual success. They're all going on to play next year. I am just really so proud of them. And I, just, I love these kids. I'm going to be very, very sad. You know, it hasn't hit me yet. We have our banquet next week. Uh, it's going to be really sad to kind of see them go. But I can't wait to cheer them on as they kind of move on to the college game and uh, continue playing. That, that's fantastic. And, you know, like you and I coach together through Thunder and against each other, obviously, in, in the high school sports. But, you know, I remember these names from when they were youth <laughs> players, you know. So yeah. it, it's just not even just your high school program, but to see them go through your youth program and to exit this way, it's uh, it's such a nice thing to see. So, um, you know, you also had, Coach, a lot of milestones, I feel like, this year between goal scorers and goalie saves. And, again, I just want to yeah. give you the opportunity to highlight some of the, the other players players on your team as well yeah so we had um alex charrington she got her 100th goal this season we had charlie get her 100th goal we had our junior julia grana get her 100th goal our goalie grace mullall had 100 saves in the season and she oh looks like we uh lost coach lost coach too <laughs> uh, all, all right. that 
She's back. I think she's. Can you hear me now? Yes. 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 All right. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. Um, lots of great. I don't know what part you heard, but I three girls had a hundred goal, hundred goals. Did you hear all that? Yes. Julia yes. Grander, and the saves. Yep. Yeah, and Grace, and then uh, you know it was really nice to get my hundredth win. A um, few games into the season, so that was a really exciting way to kind of start, and then to win the conference. This so this particular group of seniors were part of our conference championship um, their freshman year. And now to also get the conference championship in their senior year is really a cool way to kind of end on such a nice high note. So that was exciting. Nice. Congratulations. Coach Breslin saying congrats on a great season and congrats on 100 wins. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I'll start with the girls again. Thank you, uh, all three of you guys, for coming on tonight. Coach, again, thank you. And congratulations, guys, on a great season. But uh, this is for the girls, and Jen, you can you'll call what order you want them to go in. But um, I'll say last four years. I know it's really three years because of last year. But sum up the last, if girls, if you can sum up the last four years uh, playing for coach and in the Pequannock girls lacrosse program, what it's meant to you, and just you know how, how was it for the last four years. So, girls, I know we're sharing a computer, so I don't have the luxury of having your names underneath. So, if you would just say your first names for us this first time through, going from left to right, and then we'll we'll do that order if that's okay with you guys. Um, I'm Alex Charnson. Um, so, I will say what this season has meant to me. I'll say first, Coach Lafferman is probably the definition of like the best coach. She does scouting reports, film. I could not think of a more hardworking coach. I was actually talking to my grandpa today about her and I was saying, I think she works with 30 hours in the day. Like, she <laughs> like I don't know if she doesn't sleep. I don't know if she crosses on her mind 24 seven, um, but having her as a coach, it just made me such a better player. And I think me and Charlotte and Sam, we've all said like, she's always right. It's crazy. Like when she first told me like freshman year that I was going to be on varsity, she said, Oh, I don't know if you're going to be ready for midfield. And at that time, I wasn't. I was on attack. I played, got good time and everything. And I think that's probably what made me, like, shape into the better player I am. I needed that time to develop and grow and get better. So I think just having her as a coach has made us all, like, significantly better over the years, made our experience at Aquanic just unforgettable. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> I'm hyping you up, Coach. <laughs> I was like, Coach, you might want to record this and play this for future head. teams. <laughs> we got a comment coming in from a Chris Lofferman saying you know her well. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> Shout out to, to Coach's Hubs. <laughs> He's watching on Twitter, by the way. Yeah. That's awesome. There you go. <laughs> and who, who, I'm sorry, in the middle, is that Charlotte? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, I agree with Alex. I feel like it's so easy to just like do as well as we did and get as many titles as we did um, with such like a good coach. And then paired with Daigos, our assistant coach, it was just the perfect match to kind of like push us, whatever. But I remember freshman year, like I was just absolutely terrified. Like every time, just like I just didn't want to mess up and like having to play actually as a freshman against these older girls, I was so scared. But Laverne was constantly just, like, helping us and trying to make us, like, whatever, like, just feel confident, which was, like, a big issue back then. But then now, like, even without the junior year, I feel like we've just grown so much in the three years. And now, like, I can't believe, like, it's, like, we're the older ones, like, and we're, Mm -hmm. like, ones leading the conference win. It's crazy. And Samantha? (laughs) 
Um, yeah, I'm Sam. Uh, honestly, I describe lacrosse as like a family. Like we are literally a family from freshman year. Like obviously we couldn't do so much of it this year, but we would literally go to each other's houses for film and we would have food and we would relax there for hours, just like <laughs> nitpicking film. Even if it wasn't ours, it would be like college lacrosse, like anything. It was just like family. And then it's like, we're just always together. And it's always, it's such an exciting time of the year too. It's like the end of the year, which I think helps like the weather is getting better. Everyone's excited and everyone's just so into the sport, whether it's like their number one sport or just like their fun sport. There's never like, we never checked out this year, especially it went so late into the season and we just never checked out. Everyone always wanted to win. And even with junior year being like taken out, like we didn't skip a beat. Like we never stopped. We kept going. Like everyone worked out during that time. Like people came back better than they were sophomore year. And I think that that was just so important. That's nice. To, and you know, we had two coaches on previously tonight. And I feel like um, same what you just mentioned was like about that family aspect. And both of those teams really kind of hit that also. And that that's so nice to hear. So important. And I love to hear. I'm not surprised, of course, because I know Coach mm -hmm. Lafferman well. But I'm not surprised. But uh, and she definitely has passed that love of the game on to you, which is so evident. So my question, guys, for you, I'm going to stick with the girls. This time we'll reverse the order. Sam will let you go first. Right? <laughs> um, you know, you're finishing up your final year obviously and you guys were committed to lacrosse for you know so many years and it's really a year-round commitment so who are some other people that helped you along the way that you have the opportunity maybe to acknowledge um obviously my parents you know like my mom would spend hours at lacrosse tournaments like bringing me to them like my dad doesn't even know the game of lacrosse. Like he coached it and like, you know, he tries to learn and stuff, but it's definitely not his number one sport. And like, just over the years watching me play and like, you know, obviously hearing coach Lafferman, like he tries to help me. Like he's a natural coach. Like he would pull me out of games. He pulled me onto the field and like, we'd stand in the eight after games <laughs> and he'd try to like to me and like, just like their support and like help obviously got me to where I was. And then also, Coach Spinner, who's the Thunder director as well, he helped me with the recruiting process so much. He was on phone calls, like, endlessly. And when I told him, like, my top choice, like, which was Mr. Cordia, he got on the phone and, like, he helped me out, like, so much. And I couldn't have done it, like, without any of them. Nice. Charlotte? Um, yeah, same thing. Like, my parents have done so much with the recruiting and all the tournaments. It's so much. And my mom played in college and then coached me throughout like, elementary school, middle school. And she just like constantly was trying to make me better, but also not trying to hurt my feelings. It was like the <laughs> constructive criticism. She really like mastered that because I am. But um, also I think all of my coaches, I know we all play multiple sports and we're all just kind of athletes that does lacrosse, but we love all the sports we play and all the coaches we've had have kind of helped us and made us better just at lacrosse even. Yeah. Um, so I'd probably say the same thing. Obviously my parents, like my dad, along with Mrs. Hardy and coach Digos, who we've had in high school, um, they coach us all throughout youth. So that was a big thing. My dad knows, I think honestly too much about lacrosse. <laughs> so he's probably right there with Lafferman and like, you know, telling me what to do here, what to do there. Sometimes it's annoying coming from my dad. Um, fun story, Mrs. Hardy and my dad will sometimes tell like the opposite kid what they want us to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
That's a so, good strategy. <laughs> I remember party after our senior night game against Randolph when we won in double overtime. She came up to me and was like, I'm going to tell you what your dad said you should work on. And I think <laughs> my dad went up to you, right? Yeah. Yes, that was funny. And then Coach Spinner and my other my field hockey coaches too, like obviously just helped me become a better athlete as well as like what Charlotte was saying. And also my sister. I feel like, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I'm going to play next year at Moravian College and that's where she'll be a senior next year. So it's just like, it's always been so good to have someone to go to the wall with, like on a random Sunday afternoon when nobody's around, like she loves lacrosse as much as I do. And just having played Thunder with her, having played a season of high school, she was a senior when we were freshmen. That was big. That was like, honestly, I just think following in her footsteps was taught me the love of lacrosse mainly. Nice. Now, Alex, you said you're playing at um, Moravian. Sam, I think you said you're going to be at Misericordia. And if I'm not mistaken, Coach Laffer said all three of you would be playing. And Charlotte, where will you be next year? Uh, Florida Tech. Oh, nice. nice. Very nice. Excellent. Awesome. Coach, this one's for you. And, and um, I don't know how you want to answer this one because it's going to put a little damper right now because you do have three great senior captains that will not be there next year that you mentioned before. So real quick, uh, I know it's really early, but are there any players you're looking that you're looking at already that um, you're looking to take to the next step next year, either in a leadership role or more of a competitive role, uh, any of your underclassmen? Yeah, so our um, other midi who's a huge leader on the field is Julia Granda, and she's a junior. So she's going to have some, you know, she uh, she had a great season already, but she's going to have some really big shoes to fill in because we are graduating so many seniors. Um, so we have a really young group next year. But I was so pleased. We had a lot of sophomores on our team who got varsity time, who also played club. And I think that our, our sophomore crew is going to really step up. Um, you know, the experience that they had this year, has really kind of showed them what our expectations are, where the bar is. And, uh, you know, I expect them all to kind of step in. We've made it really clear. They can see we have so many fantastic girls who are graduating this year. And uh, next year is a whole new playing field for us. So we're excited. It's definitely a, a bit of a challenge, but we're up for it. Okay. So speaking of next year, I know you're already getting ready. There you are out at, you know, Thunder Lacrosse practice, getting ready for the summer season. And I know that I always think of you as someone who can, I say this all the time, who not only is passionate about the game, but continues to grow the game. And, you know, I wanted you to maybe elaborate on some of the things that your players are doing to prepare and even some of the other, you know, opportunities that they have to play from the youth. I know you do, um, obviously we've mentioned Thunder, but you have Lax mm -hmm. on for little ones, for college kids. I was wondering if you could just, again, tell us some of the things you're doing to get ready. Sure. So, I'm excited this summer. I'll have the Laxon Summer League for college players. I hope all my seniors will join me. So it's for any players who are graduating this year in college, post-college. It's definitely high level and competitive. We have athletes from Division One, Two, Three, and Club that come out. It's on Monday nights in Morris Plains. And um, prior to that, I have um, an hour and a half clinic every week for grades three through eight. So it's really nice. The little ones come out. Then we have our youth clinic and then followed by the college games. So it's very exciting through the summer. It's always on a Monday night um, on Instagram, Lax on Summer. People can find more information. And that's a great way to play. I always felt, you know, years ago, I didn't feel like there was something for our kids who are graduating to continue playing. Mm -hmm. Whether or not they're going to play in college or not, you know, I have so many seniors who loved our season, had a blast. They want to keep playing. And they can do that in just a few weeks by joining Lax on. 
Um, so it's just a great opportunity to continue playing. I even have, you know, some older players who've been out for a few years and they give the, the younger college players run for their money. So it's just a ton of fun. It's also a great way for players who are entering college to even meet teammates that they're going to see in the future or they reconnect with old club teammates, which is cool. Um, and then obviously Jersey Fender, we're going to hit the, the tournament trail this summer. We're excited to get back to a bit of normalcy with some overnight tournaments. And, uh, you know, so we got a lot going on and I got my little ones now playing in Florham Park. So oh, it's crazy. just, it's just <laughs> nonstop lacrosse. Which is awesome. Nice. All right. And girls, we want to give you guys, um, the final word tonight. So whether it's your co-cap, whether it's your captains that you're sitting next to and your friends, your other teammates, um, to coach, to your parents, to the school, to, to anybody. You guys got the final word, any thank yous or whatever, you know, what it meant to be a player, just whatever you guys want, final words. You guys each have the, uh, the floor. I'm going to mix up the order. We're going to go Charlotte gets to go first this time, then Sam, then Alex. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess one of the biggest thank yous is obviously to Coach Lofferman. Like, every time anyone mentions her name, I just can't, like, think of like, like I just say, it's the best coach you could possibly have. And then Diagos is just the perfect match. And like, they're both so open-minded and just like willing to change their ways, which they often don't have to, they almost never have to, but like are always open to suggestions. And this year was so tough with everything being pushed back. We had all of our like senior events at the end of the year and they were so good with that. So it was just so nice, like such a good close out to our careers at Pequonic playing lacrosse and I couldn't like have asked for it to end any better way and then again with like just the perfect team like I just loved it <laughs> thank you Charlotte um basically mine's kind of the same the coaches are incredible um coach Lafferman coach Diagos and even coach Chill who joined us a little bit late, but he walked right in and like, you know, his passion for the game, he would walk into practice. He wouldn't even set anything down. He would just walk over to us and he would just start talking. Like we had, <laughs> we had no idea where he came from or that he, sometimes we didn't even know he was talking. Like he would come out of nowhere. And then during, at the end of practice, we're like, oh, like Coach Chill, you have anything else final to say? You look over and he's like, across the field like doing something else like he was just go 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 but like the three of them work like clockwork they all read each other's minds they all know everything and I think just having that base like for leaders like it gives us such like good role models like we just knew how to like you know pick it up and like we were just able to run such a really like a really good team and then like the girls on the team like that this year especially like was my favorite year with like teammates like I made so many new friends and even my freshman year like having Sammy and even Jenny like they they trained me like dog like a dog like they really just like, they taught me how to hold down like the defensive line so that I could go out and like teach the younger ones that are here now like how to be there when I leave and it's just like it's just like an ongoing trail and like you can leave knowing that like you're gonna have a good team next year and everyone's gonna know exactly what to do. Very nice. I totally agree. I feel like there's really not much else I can add to that. They did a pretty good job at, you know, just like everything. But um, I do totally agree with Sam. I think just the energy we had this year was like unmatched. I don't think we've had a season 
so positive. I think everybody wanted to be there. I can't think of one person that didn't want to be there. Like even the people that, you know, might've felt they had smaller roles on the field, like they still, like they were there for a reason. They were there to make the team special. I know like coach likes to say all the time, like we didn't want to go somewhere because we didn't have this person because, you know, maybe they're not this, but they have the most positive energy. Like everybody has a role. Everybody's meant to be there for a reason. And I feel like that's so special because sometimes when you have like, you know, a big team with certain amount of seniors, some people like feel like lesser, but we just did not have that. We were all on the same playing field. I think everybody felt the positive energy, you know, the coaches, all three, Coach Till, Coach Lafferman, Coach Digos, the balance they had with each other. I think we all kind of bounced off each other's energy to make this year so much more positive. And I'm looking forward to next year coming back. I know that's sad to even look that far into the future, but I'm looking forward to following and I hope the younger girls, I know they'll make us proud. So I'm excited. Well, I'm sure you awesome. guys set, uh, you know, just as the ones before you, I'm sure you were good role models for them as well. So it's so just listening to you guys uh, speak. I'm sure I'm sure that you did. We like to do a little something we call rapid fire to end with you guys. We mixed it up a little bit. It's the end of the school year. Your books are coming out. So we did like a superlative edition, right? So it's the Pequannock Girls Lacrosse Captain Superlative. It's like the best of. So you guys have to choose one of for your, for your answers. It's got to be Charlotte, Alex. Alex or Samantha has to be your answer. Coach, of course, you're involved as well, but you do have to pick one. I'm sorry, Coach, you're not involved in the – I don't know if you want to – actually, I shouldn't say that. Coach is involved too. Yeah. She can be one of these, absolutely. <laughs> she can so be why, one. why are we going to leave her out? That's my fault. So, All right, uh, number one, best dancer on the team. All right, we'll go uh, – Best three? Best – what did you say? Is it between us three or yeah, like – Yeah, yeah, three, you three. But you can include Coach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. 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 Probably, yeah. I don't know if I dance, but sure me. Or TikTok. <laughs> I, would, I would say Alex actually. Sometimes the way she grabs the ball on the field, like she like dances around, like one handed, <laughs> taking ridiculous shots. It's Alex for sure. All right. Next one is best dressed. Actually, you know what's funny is I totally believe that. And you know who gets credit? Chris Lockerman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Too funny. All right. I get blamed out of myself and Jen. I am definitely the one that's going to answer this for myself. And I get blamed all the time for, for doing this from her. But which one of you guys is on your phone the most? Probably me. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta be. I had the music every single game, so like That's we really keep yeah. out game time, and I'm like on my phone, like closing out the app. I did the Morris Sussex sports posts and stuff like that. It was literally we would win a game. I'd be like more Sussex sports, more Sussex sports. Like <laughs> That's it. Nice, nice. All right, mm -hmm. my next one is well, they kind of answered this one. I said most likely to be a YouTube sensation, but I was gonna say or like a TikTok sensation. And my last one is because this is something else that I do, and I am probably one of the worst around. Which one is the pickiest eater? Charlotte. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Sam had a pasta in there will like eat her own specific little like gluten-free pasta and no, stuff. Derek. Like, oh, Derek. Sorry. <laughs> 
no shame in that. I'm the worst. I'm probably one of the pickiest eaters in New Jersey. So, but no, and I no, love it. No allergies or anything, just because he's difficult. Right, because I'm difficult. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and my last rapid fire is best school spirit. I well, that's Mahoney. Yeah. Me, Sam. Yeah, you had those ribbons every single game. Sam had a ribbon for every all single game. We all bought those. Yeah, but you always passing them out. I don't know. I would say Sam. Well, yeah. Sam did our chair. Funny story. She would do our chair at the start of the game, Jen, and, and I do it at halftime. It was kind of our thing. And when I did it almost at the start of the game recently, Sam looked at me with these eyes like, Coach, you are in my territory. And I immediately went, oh, it's Sam's call. Halfway through season, start calling me Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny. We had a lot of fun. Oh, it definitely seems like a coach. Girls, Coach Lafferman, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Congratulations again on your success this season, and best of luck to you, of course, coach in the future at Paquanic and girls at the next level. It's been a pleasure to have you on. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Congratulations, thank guys. You. Thank you. Have a great night. Thanks for having us. Thank you, ladies. Anytime, anytime. Thank, Thank you, guys. You. Bye-bye. Okay, so some Bequanic girls yep. lacrosse. Great group. Yeah, very. And again, you, you know Coach what? Coach is going to miss that group. Yeah, absolutely. And you can. Coach you can, is going to miss that you group. You can tell how, uh, you know, when you have, again, Lindsay is very involved in her youth program, so she's yeah, known those kids. which is good. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Exactly. And again, tonight, I feel like it was the family feel. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah, all you, three. And look how, you know. The success and that all success exactly, yeah, and it was just so nice. Success. It's more than you know. Not again. Not it's all about the winning and all about the winning, but it just you know adds to that component. Like you know, Coach Mullins has said, you get the kids to you know buy. Actually, all, all of our coaches said it. You know, you, they feel like part of a family there. So that was that was nice. nice all right. So see. now we're going to be on the spot for a little bit. Okay. The good my favorite segment. We're going to get ready for fall. We're going to get ready for fall. Our, our big segment is our pick segment. So we're going to step up the game. We're going to do a little. We got some. Boys volleyball, girls lacrosse, softball, and baseball. Eight games. You and I, Coach Breslin, saying absolutely makes a difference. Let's see if Coach Breslin picks with us and we keep our record for this week. All right, Coach? Here we go. Baseball. Non-public A final. We had the boys on last week. St. Joe's against Del Barton. Where are you going, Hoops? I'm going with St. Joe's. I'm going with St. Joe's also. We'll wait on Coach Breslin's response. Back to baseball. Coach, because Mr. Neely said this is going to be a barn burner. So, you know what? Hey, we're going to go North 1, Group 1, semifinals. Woodridge, Hasbrook Heights. I am going to go. Can I go first on this one? You could go first. Coach Breslin (laughs) is going St. Joe's. All right, so we got three on the St. Joe's. As uh, our friend Rob Neely said, right, Hasbrook Heights beat them in two close ones. So I'm taking Woodridge. Okay. I'm going with the old hard to beat a team three Good. times in Perfect. a season. Because I'm going with the black and orange. I'm going oh, Heights right. to beat Woodridge and get I'm to glad. the finals. And we'll wait on Coach Breslin. <laughs> now we're going to get to softball. Okay, we're going to do a little softball. We're going to go North 1, Group 1 semifinals. Two great programs, Cedar Grove, Emerson. Go ahead, Hoops. Start us off. I'm going with Emerson. Coach Breslin's with me on Heights. <laughs> I am going to go with you, Hoops. I am also going to go Emerson. I believe this might be the year Emerson gets it done. So I will pick Emerson, and we will wait for Coach Breslin. We're going to move over to North Group North 2. Oh, Coach Breslin's going to sweep the board. North 2 Group 1 semifinals. Rarely against our buddies from Beckton. You know what? 
I can't not pick our Becton friends. Brewery is good, but I am. Uh, I'm gonna ride the. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna ride the Becton like sports train. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. I think there's. Listen, I'm not. Maybe I'm partial because we had them on, but there's there's something special about that. that I agree. Great point. Yeah. I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna go Becton over Brearley. And then we get to the big one, which is Saturday or Sunday. Coach Breslin's actually saying Becton. Um, Saturday or Sunday, Bergen County tournament softball final. Ramapo, uh, who defeated IHA. Amawa, who defeated Indian Hills. So we get the final. Ramapo, Mawa, Go ahead, Jenny Hoops. I'm going with Ramapo. They already avenged. They have, I think, four losses this year, right? IHA, Mawa, Indian Hills, and the Mount. All good teams. But they already avenged IHA. Their eventual opponent in the finals was going to be someone else that they'd be able to avenge. So I think they've just got revenge on their mind. I'm going with Ramapo. You got two awesome coaches, Coach Nielsen, Coach White. I'm shocking. Coach Breslin? This isn't Ramapo football, so Ooh, I'm not going to wear my it. green color. I think it's going to be an outstanding game. I just think Mawa's a little hotter. I am going to pick Mawa. I don't want to say it's an upset because both are great teams, right. but I am going to pick Mawa surprisingly over Ramapo. <laughs> um, now we're going to get to boys volleyball, the North 2. Coach Breslin's going Mawa. See, see how great, like see how great minds think alike. We're we're psyching you out. What you want, we didn't want, we out. wanted you to take Ramapo. But, Coach Breslin's saying listen, I saw them play it, against Glenrock. They are really good. Has uh, has nothing to do with psyching me out. I'm thinking strictly about the teams. Okay, <laughs> boys volleyball, North Two sectional final, St. Peter's, Carney. Listen, I'm going to go first. I'm in the Carney red. I'm going to wear some kind of red tomorrow for Coach Mullins and the boys. Carney cards. Get it done, baby. They're going to beat St. Peter's. I'm it's, going Carney. It's the grudge match of the season. They're one and one. I'm picking Carney as well. Hope they bring it home. Let's go. Good luck, Coach Mullins. Good luck, Coach. And then we got two girls lacrosse games. Um, Non-public A, semifinal, Mount St. Mary's and Oak Knoll. Um Go ahead, Hoops. Uh, Mount St. Mary's has had some strong wins this season. They really have. But Oak Knoll is the number one team in the state, and they are demolishing opponents. They're whole, I think two teams have gotten to double digits against them. They're just a powerhouse. I'm going with Oak Knoll. I agree with you. I will go Oak Knoll. Also, Coach Breslin saying, I am not picking a parochial over a public, so he's going Carney. <laughs> but, but, Coach, it's K-E-A-R-N-Y, not the E. I would get in trouble if I put the E. <laughs> Coach Breslin's going Oak Knoll. It's a sweep all for right, all of nice, us. Nice, And last but not least, a Group 1 semifinal, Madison Mountain Lakes. Go I ahead. think that this semifinal is going to be very closely contested. Um, I know Madison is the one seed and Mountain Lakes is the four seed. However, I'm strictly on strength of schedule. Mountain Lakes has gotten a little hot at the state tournament time here, and I think it's because they're tough regular season schedule has prepared them. So, um, again, I think it's going to be very closely contested. I really think it can go either way, but I'm going with Mountain Lakes based on strength of schedule. All right. Um, I'm going to disagree. I'm going to go with the one seed Madison um, only because you're taking Mountain Lakes. But yeah. uh, okay. no, 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 I will, I'm going to go with Madison. So I'm just going to wait for Coach Breslin to type in Madison because we've been on the ball. <laughs> we've been on the ball all night tonight, Miss Coach Breslin. Don't do it now, Coach. Type in now, M-A-D-I-S-O-N, baby. Type it in. 
Oh, he went Mountain Lakes. Oh, we couldn't sweep the board. Too funny. But too um, funny. no, listen. Hey, great games next week, and we'll even have more games. There'll be some finals. We'll maybe we'll try to if before the show, if it's like Tuesday, maybe we'll get some picks up on the website. But uh, it's gonna lead into the fall where we're gonna take the show to another level. We're gonna take our pick segment to another level, mm-hmm. and uh, can't wait for that. But go ahead, you wanna? No, I just wanna thank everybody for joining us this evening. Um, Coach Mullins from uh, Carney Boys Volleyball, Coach uh, Tishkoyan from Caldwell Softball, Coach Lackerman and her three captains from Pequannock Lacrosse. Um, and thank you, everyone, for watching. So thank you. See you see guys you next, next week. week. Again, I want to thank all our guests, all our comments. Coach Breslin saying he has to be fair to both of us. <laughs> no, he doesn't. But uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you.